It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. Yeah. Uh, and you are, what, rolling up again? Didn't you roll just before when we were doing the first one? Yeah, I have to smoke one each time. So how many joints do you end up smoking in a day? Oh, I smoke like, probably, I smoke like two or three grams a day. I don't know what that translates to in joints. Uh, like, a joint like this size, I probably smoke like ten a day. Okay, oh, so it's kind of like a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. Alright, today is the letter F. We have tossed a bunch of F letters. I was going to say F words, but that didn't sound right. Tossed a bunch of F letter words into the cup. We could just do it on the F word. That's probably not, though. I think it's been done to death. I think it's been done to death. Uh, I'm Ed. I'm Peter. This is Ed and Peter. Those are the names of the two guys. That's us. That's us. Those are, those are the sounds that identify us as people. All right, shaking up the cup. Say when. Can't do it. All right, and we have... <laughs> uh, I don't know why I put this one in. I regret putting it in. All right, we have Formica now. To those Formica, to those of you who don't know what Formica is, would you like to explain, Peter? Or would you like for me to jump in? I think you should do it. All right, you're better both. Formica. Formica, for, Formica is when you want your house to look like it's made of wood or marble or stone. But you're not a fan of wood or marble or stone. So what you do instead is you get a big slab of concrete or perhaps just plywood and then you get a layer of plastic called formica and that layer of plastic has been printed to look, look like wood or marble or some fancy stone. So, you know, why have real wood from the forest? Why have real marble like David, uh, Michelangelo's David that is, when instead, you can have sheets of linoleum. Well, it's not linoleum, it's Formica. I think, I think Formica is, a, is Formica a chemical name or is it a brand name? It's a chemical, well, okay, so it's a bit of both. Okay. All of these, all of these things arrived on the market around the same time, right? So we're talking like, eh, what, 50s? Yeah, probably, right? yeah. Um, and so, you know, we've got all sorts of kind of materials that we're accustomed to, or used to be accustomed to, Bakelite is one. Yep. You know, they're brand names, but they're also chemical, like specific chemical formulations. Yeah. But they're all ways of using petroleum products. So right? lovely, so lovely. All of this is, like all of these products, whether it's your telephone or your, your grandmother's kitchen table, are, are ways by the fossil fuel industry of encouraging us to consume more plastics. I would just like to say thank you to the person with the supercharged engine who just drove past your window. That was a great. That was a great sound to catch on. But relevant to the okay. So I I'm actually looking down now because the the flat that I live in has this um, flooring, and it's like stone colored wood, which I thought was stupid from the moment I moved in. But it is what it is. It's like gray, like stone. But wood, and I'm thinking this has gone beyond even trying to achieve a natural look to just saying, yeah, it's a plastic floor, deal with it. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's no embarrassment left. There's right? no, there's there's no embarrassment left. Yeah. But it's like, uh, you know, people tell you nowadays, if you go around to somebody's house and they're like, you know, and this is the kitchen, we just redid the kitchen. One of the first things they'll do is they'll turn a little bit sideways and give you a bit of a smug eye and say, you know, it's, it's a real granite countertop. It's a real marble countertop. You have to yeah. qualify now. We did not use Formica for this. Probably you 
can tell when you touch it, but no one has to tell you. Like, you just touch the surface and you know that it's plastic. I'm just saying it's become a point of shame where it used to be a point of pride. Like uh, at Disneyland, Disneyland used to have this thing called the House of the Future. And it was this white house made of plastic. And one of the selling points when they announced it, I'm thinking it was like 1961, 1962, is they said, come see the House of the Future. Not a single natural material has been made in its construction. And they were <laughs> proud of this. They were boasting about this. They were saying, we are the people of the future, and in the future, not a single natural material is used. So, I mean... Coming sort of full circle with that, uh, I was reading recently about uh, an entrepreneur in Africa who has been making bricks out of recycled plastic, which is ingenious because they last, you know, 10 times longer than a brick made out of, well, you know, hang on. like a natural material. If the house catches on fire, then your house melts and you get horrible burns from plastic, liquid plastic. That sounds like a terrible idea. No, but it's unlikely to catch on fire if it's compacted into a brick. Right? I mean, that's that's just how physics goes. You have to, like, hold a flame against the house for a ridiculously long period of time. It's not like, you know, you're holding a lighter against an empty plastic No, bottle. but if the house catches on fire, as houses do, then your walls will melt. Okay, but if your house catches on fire, regardless of what it's made of, something bad is going to happen. Yes, but if that's that's true. That's true. We, we, there's no there's no there's no positive spin on your house burning down. That's that's definitely true. When you when you were a kid, when you grew up, I'm assuming your parents were adults in the seventies. Yes, is that correct? Uh, yeah. See, my parents my parents were like um, yeah. my parents would have yeah. my parents would have yeah. just come yeah. into their twenties in the seventies. Yeah, okay, so they were adults in the 70s, so this would have been their generation, the four micro generation. So was your house a house with wood panelling? Was your house a house with plastic? Yeah, when I was a child, we had a, we had a breakfast nook that was definitely some sort of formica. I recall it being kind of a buttery yellow and being really fond of sitting at that table. It was comforting. Yeah, that 70s brown yellow that all the houses were, were decorated in, I'm kind of yeah, into a that. Weird, it's a weird vibe, right? I'm kind of into that, to be honest. I think maybe it's just because, you know, eventually fashions turn around and come back. But that thing about, like, red shag carpeting, some brown walls, maybe not like the plates and cups. I think plates and cups need to be white and clear just so they look clean. But that brown I mean, aesthetic of the 70s. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's coming back. I didn't appreciate it when I was a kid. I, I thought it was really strange. No. You know, like, like, the old beer store logo in Ontario, or the old, I guess, Dempster's bread logo. Uh, there were a lot of like I can recall a lot of things when I was a kid, like a lot of signage that was sort of brown and orange or brown and yellow, and that sort of really fell out of fashion. We don't really do that anymore. <laughs> if you if you were in a position now where you're saying I'm going to buy a house and I'm going to renovate the inside, as people seem to do, personally, if I was buying a house, I'd probably just buy a house and let it be. But you're buying a house, you're going to renovate the inside. Are you the kind of person who's going to be particularly uh, attentive to saying I want to have renewable materials and I want to have environmentally things what's the word environmentally friendly things going on in here I think so yeah I mean if I had the money like if I have the disposable income to buy a house then I probably have the disposable income to make responsible choices about materials I use if I'm renovating yeah I think that you know I mean you end up with for like the cupboards because you can't afford 
you know, real wood paneling, and you end up with a Formica counter because you can't afford real marble or but, whatever, right? But, it's an economic choice. It's not like... That's true. That is, that's true. It is an economic choice. But I think that even if I had the disposable income and somebody said to me, look, you can get the marble tiles for your bathroom that's going to cost you $35,000, or you can get the Formica for the floor, and that's going to cost you $2,000. Even if I have the $35,000 to spare, I would probably be like, is it... Oh, I don't know. It's not going to make that much difference to me, to be fair. It's just going to be the thing under my foot that so, takes a bit so of water. Then, I think that's probably what your landlord was thinking. That's that's true. That's probably what my landlord was thinking. Although landlords overall, <laughs> landlords overall tend to go for the cheaper option. Let's not put a, a stigma on every single landlord in the world, but a solid 99.98% would usually go for whatever's cheapest. Look, at least for the price you're paying for your apartment, you're you're not going to have a solid, I don't know, petrified wood floor. That would be cool. I would totally embrace that. <laughs> I mean, it's cool that they went for the look. I don't I don't know who was stoned one night and then went into the office <laughs> and was like, you know what we need, boys? We we need to make a petrified wood look floor. We need wood that looks like rock. That's what yeah. we need right now. You know, Formica makes me think of Formica makes me think of the Brady Bunch. Yeah, totally. Or, or yeah, any anything, any of that wholesome nineteen fifties stuff. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, what was that that kid that show with the kid with the brother that was mean to him? Leave it to Beaver. Yeah, that one. Yeah, June Cleaver. Yeah. Yeah, the June Cleaver look. Yeah, if your house is covered in in floor to ceiling wood paneling, you've got a June Cleaver look going on. Yeah, I like that. I, I like that. I mean, it's, it, it reminds me of, like, my grandmother and stuff like that, right? There's something, there's something, there's something like a hug about it, even though it's a plastic hug. Did you ever do the thing where you started to re- notice where the pattern was repeating? Like, you know, because obviously real natural wood doesn't do that, but did you have a thing where you'd look at the cupboards and be like, oh, I can see where that knot has been duplicated? Yeah, it drives me nuts. It also drives me nuts if the paneling has been installed so that the pattern doesn't repeat. Like if somebody, like if, if it's yeah, flat sure. or something, and it's like, you know, out of place. It's like, what, what the fuck were you thinking? Could, could you not see that when you were installing? Are you a wallpaper fan? Uh, sometimes it's too busy for me, you know? It freaks me out. But I do really like William Morris, and William Morris spent a lot of time designing wallpaper. Yeah. Wallpaper's another one that I think is going to come back pretty strong. I mean... Wallpaper used to be coming back, and it's easier now because you know you can buy panels that are removable. Um, you know, so if you're a renter, and I think a lot of us are these days, you don't have to worry about your landlord, you know, freaking out when you move out or. I just. Or I just don't tap into that honestly. You know, people sort of freak out about the landlord thing. I I just do it. I put pictures up. And I just don't care. I will put nails into the wall to hang a picture up. That's fine with me. If I end up having to pay $100 when I move out, I probably just will. It's not worth living in an uncomfortable version of your house. Agreed. So what are you going to do with the floor? What am I going to do with the floor? Nothing. I couldn't care less about the floor. I'm not <laughs> living on the floor. The floor is just a thing that's there. Although I will tell you this, is that it doesn't do very well for insulation. Like, it's right. It's on, it's on concrete, you know? So concrete gets very, very cold. So it's, maybe a rug would really tie the room together. A rug? Well, there is a rug. It's a great, good, good reference. There is a rug to tie the room together. That's that's there. But overall, it's not a great look. I mean, I mean, overall, I'm a fan. I like the I like the sort of seventies. Um, I don't want to say mass produced, but that sort of you know that that what's the word that pervading prevailing 
universal 70s look i'm kind of a fan of brown and orange and red and dirty dirty colors it's cozy it's cozy oh i thought you were coming up with a name for it did you have like rec rooms in australia growing up uh it wasn't called a rec room but we certainly had like a kid's room is that what you're after or are you after, are you talking about like the place where dad has a you know billiards table and beer taps typically it was in the basement of like sort of a 70s style ranch house and there'd be one panel on the walls and like a lofty shag carpeted right and maybe on the weekend See, we didn't really have basements in Australia. Basements are a very North American thing, particularly the converted basement. If we had a basement, it would be, you know, the dirty, grungy place where the boiler is and there's cockroaches. Whereas this thing that the Americans and the Canadians do where the basement gets turned into a livable space, that is not something that is very common in Australia. Right. So you didn't have rec rooms? We did not have rec rooms, no. We had rooms that we wrecked. We had toy rooms, I'm sure, but not rec rooms. So where did you see for Micah the most? Where did you see that 70s look the most? Television, probably. <laughs> I don't even know why this one came to mind. I think it was just, I was desperate for a, for a word started with F and somehow that one sprung to mind. Amazingly, we managed to pull, you know, what are we up to? 13 and a half minutes out of it. This is one of our, our more cohesive episodes. That's true, yeah. I think that this one and the, um, the secret episode, still the secret episode, has yet to air. Oh. Yeah, um, well, were, the, did, were the two that we, we we really pulled out the word and said why why did we put this word in to begin with but somehow worked out. But, okay, but I think maybe what we should do is provide an incentive for releasing the secret episode, right? Because we've been trying to reach out to listeners and have them leave us a voicemail on the website. Yep. So I I want to propose a challenge to our listeners. Go. If we if we reach a total of let's make it really easy. What are we? Episode six. You're yes. On episode six. Yeah, yeah. Episode six. So, so let's say if we get seven voicemails, we'll release the secret episode. And let's be clear: the secret episode is secret because it was the first one we recorded, and it was crap. But, but, but if you want to know, you know, sometimes people want to see the original pilot for a show. If you want to see the original pilot, hear the original pilot, it does exist. It will be enormously disappointing to anybody who's ever excited for it. But the secret episode does exist. We do have it. We just have not released it. So leave us a voicemail, request the secret episode when we hit a threshold of seven voicemails, regardless of what. You, you say on the voicemail, we'll release the secret. Exactly. And while you're there on the website, buy our, buy our sweaters and cardigans and... Um, mugs, there are mugs. Pu- mugs, mugs. Mugs and... Um, I don't know, what other things have we got? We've got all sorts of things, and, and we're, we're adding new things all the time. Uh, let's give a shout-out to our friend Miles, uh, who just brought a new child into the world. Yeah! Congrats, Miles! Uh, little baby! Congratulations to all of you. Uh, so, in commemoration of this event, we're going to have a special edition Ed and Peter onesie for the baby <laughs> available on the merch site as soon as possible. The baby's name is also Ed, so... I think he probably named it after you. I know. He had to, right? It's just that's just that's just common sense. Uh, 
All right, so go to the website, buy the things, get the merchandise. I don't know what we have there. Like, like and share. Tell everyone you know about the, the podcast. It's available anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. All right, that's it. Episode, I had to look at the letter. I had to look at my list because I'd already forgotten the letter. <laughs> Episode F. I'm Ed. I'm Peter. F off. Ed and Peter. <laughs> Brilliant. F off. <laughs>